Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to start by reading a scripture here out of Isaiah chapter 46. Uh, and I'm going to read verse uh, 9. And it says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no one else. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. We serve a God who knows the end from the beginning. How is that? Well, God sits outside of time, you know, and you can, this, I don't know if any of you have seen Inception or some of these movies, you, it almost like a little bit mind bending, but we look at time on a, as a straight line. We look at it from, you have the, uh, almost like you would draw on a page, you know, beginning of time, year zero, uh, BC, you know, I guess they go backwards in BC now that we're all the way through it and we're in AD, but, and then there was the count down, if you will, to AD, and then time split, right? And uh, uh, and then we're in 2020 AD now. So we're on like a we we see it in a in a long line. We see it chrono. We see things chronologically. God God's outside of that. So God in heaven. That's why in the Bible says, with God, a day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. And He knows the end from the beginning. So God looks at time like like He just sees the whole picture of it. And so in one way, that's where these doctrines of, you know, predestination come from, how uh, God picks and chooses. In one way, God already knows who makes heaven, right? It's already settled. God's know, God knows the end from the beginning. So he knows there's a book and it's got every name that needs to be written in it because he knows who ends up making the decision to serve Jesus. He knows what the end looks like. Revelation is history written in advance. Prophecy is history written in advance. And so we serve a God who, who um, knows the end from the beginning. Uh, but the point for talking about this today is God knows that certain things are coming. And there's people who, who run into things that catch them by surprise. But we have to remember that nothing ever catches God by surprise. That doesn't mean that it's God's will that these things happen. My dad died when I was three years old. That wasn't God's will. The Bible says that Jesus said, uh, the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and life in abundance. People take scriptures like that and they say, uh, you know, the, the, the God knows declares the end from the beginning. And they make it like, you know, I'll, God does his own counsel. Everything that happens is God's will, which it is. It isn't. If, if it was God's will that my dad died, then, then I've really misunderstood the God that I serve, you know. If it, that means it was God's will that Satan fell. It was God's will that Adam sinned. It's God's will that child trafficking exists. You know, that thing, that thing, that, that line never ends, that God is the one who's responsible for all these evils of the world. But it's not, it wasn't God's will that my dad died, but it was the devil's will, but God can redeem it. But the first thing that we have to understand is that God knew what was coming. He knew when I was three years old that my dad would die. You know, my mom, as a was put in a situation where she was a single mom. She's never remarried since then. And and she's been a single mom and raised two boys and done a great job at it. But it 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 catches us by surprise, but it doesn't catch God by surprise. So there's many people that through life, there's been disappointments have come. You may be in a situation now where there's circumstances coming against you that you didn't expect. You Man, if I could have, if you had asked me five years ago what life would look like, it wouldn't have been like this. And you just have to look and see a few things. Number one, if it's a problem that you find yourself in, is it your fault? 
Was it, you know, some people back away from the things of God. They should be moving forward. Instead, they back away, they backslide, they get lukewarm, and they're just in a place of stagnation. If that's the case, you may say, well, I didn't expect to be here, but that's in your power to change. And so that's where you repent and you come back to God and you say, God, I'm going to run full out and I'm going to do, where do we go from here? With the Lord, there's always a clear pathway forward. And so it comes back to just staying on fire for the Lord. There'll never be a time where it's, it's okay. You know, you got, you know, it's okay. Now you can take this year and you don't have to be on fire for the Lord. No, you always choose to run full out. So where you find yourself right now, is it because of what you did? There was a time where when I came out of Bible school that I thought I graduated at 18, I thought I'd be in ministry right away. And so when I came and then I got a job at the church for about a year and I worked there and then I got let go. I wasn't a very good employee. And then all of a sudden I was like in this weird place of like, I'm graduated Bible school. In my head, I'm thinking I'm supposed to be preaching right now, but I wasn't preaching and there was no opportunity. There were no open doors. And then the Lord took me into sales. And I thought, yeah, you know, that I did something wrong and now I'm in sales. This sales was the Lord's plan for my life. But many years I struggled with disappointment because for me, I was like, Man, you know, I wasn't a very good Bible school student. I should have been more focused, and and I blamed everything. But it was the Lord's plan to take me there to teach me, and then he raised me. And then when I realized, man, the Lord put this in my path so I could grow. I'm not ready to go preach and travel the world at 18 years old. The Lord has some growing up for me that I need to do. And then I started dawning on me, like, this is part of God's plan for me. And then just to know, there's something about just knowing I'm in God's perfect will for my life. You have to figure that out. You know, whether it's taking two or three days and just fasting and praying and saying, Lord, am I doing what you're calling me to do? If you can't answer that confidently, the Lord's not holding with withholding information. He wants you in his will more than you want to be in his will. And so you you get you you seek the Lord. Lord, is this what you've called me to do? But when you know you're in the will of God, then when things come that you say, Man, I really was hoping it would turn out a different way, but this is where I find myself. Know that God doesn't, it didn't catch God by surprise. And the Lord has been working on things for you and in you to prepare you for this time. So people feel totally unequipped. Man, this is a disappointment for me. This is a letdown. You know, this whole uh, shutdown thing happened and things are changing. And I was expecting to be going into business and doing this or, or whatever the case is. And now it's not that way. And so the devil wants disappointment to set in because he wanted to, to he wants to, you to feel like you did something wrong or, you know, Things aren't working out in your favor. The Bible has a scripture that says, don't grow weary in doing well for in due season you will reap. So there's there's people who like give in offerings and then because they don't see an immediate return, they like grow weary and then they get disappointed. Oh, you know, the word didn't work. Lord, I was doing everything I knew to do and it didn't work. You don't ever place the blame at God's door. You may be saying, Lord, I'm sowing this for a pair of sneakers and the Lord's saying, this is a seed that's gonna produce for you for 10, 15 years to come. And, and, and so for us, it's like, we don't, all we know is that the word can't lie. I sow and I'm, and, and there's a harvest that's coming. It may not be in the timing that I think. So people can get disappointed and you have to guard against disappointment because the devil wants you to stay disappointed, disappointed that you felt like your harvest didn't come at the right time. It wasn't everything you thought it was going to be. We can't ever blame God when things don't work out. We have to look and say, okay, Lord, where was I wrong? Or is this, you know, this may look like a setback, but maybe this is a stepping stone. Maybe this is a stepping stone for what God had. You know, in my mind, I would have thought for sure, God wants me in the ministry at 18. But I look back, man, I'm so glad I didn't go into the ministry at 18. If I wasn't mature enough to get married, I don't need to be leading 
people and the things of God, you know. I wasn't even close to being mature enough to get married, you know. I was still playing video games. I was still addicted to World of Warcraft. Like, I wasn't in a place where I needed to be ministering. But because of external pressures, external pressures, the, the pressures people put on the, the way I thought it was supposed to go, that was a disappointment, and I carried that for years. But that didn't take God by surprise. And so when you learn to say, God, I trust you with my life. I'm trusting you with my future. Lord, what have you put in front of me to do? If you're called to the ministry, keep studying. Study to show yourself approved, the Bible says, unto God. You keep studying, you keep putting the word of God in your heart. If you're called to business, keep sharpening your axe. If it's a time that you have where, man, I thought expected things to be exploding by now, keep moving forward. Keep getting better. Keep keep learning skills. You, you keep doing what God has put in front of you and then pray and just ask the Lord, Lord, is there anything I'm not doing? that I need to be doing? Is there anything I've neglected? Is there anything that you've showed me that I haven't done? And and move forward. God's looking for people who can step into what he's called them to do, but he doesn't want you to step into it too soon. You know, when, when God puts you in the ministry, he's actually trusting you the lives of people. There's people who look to ministers and th- this is where they get their spiritual fruit. So if you're in a place that you're, you're not, you know, you know, there's a maturity level that needs to be there. Pastor Rodney was ready for the ministry at 18. I was not ready for the ministry at 18. You know, just different, just different uh, uh, makeup, just different process. The Lord needed me to go through business. And, and thankfully, the Lord used that to provide, and it was awesome. But it was really the skills and the things that I learned, I believe they'll have the longest lasting effect. So nothing catches God off, off guard. He knows exactly what's coming. He knows what's. He knew that this whole coronavirus thing would happen. He knew. He knows what's going to happen in December, and then you. And for the stuff that you don't know that's coming, you just control what you can control. Don't worry about what happens to you. Your your job is is just in how to respond to what happens. Respond in faith. Respond by the word of God. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't grow weary in doing well. For in due season you shall reap. That's it for today. We love you. God bless you. Thanks for sharing the podcast. We'll see you on the next one.